welcome to the Word on Wednesday podcast for October 5. My name is John Mason. Thank you for joining us. One of the many things that impressed Judith and me when we moved to the United States back in 2001 was the Thanksgiving holiday. In November that year, we were invited to a Thanksgiving meal by a family in the city. Towards the end of the meal, our host invited everyone around the table to name one thing that had happened during the year for which they were thankful. Everyone had a story to tell, especially as we'd all experienced 9-11 in New York City. What special encouragement it was that day to look back together and to thank the Lord for the good things He'd been doing in our lives. Indeed, every year just before Thanksgiving, the local news in New York includes a segment with a reporter asking children what they're thankful for. Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers, who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, Were not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. In chapter 17, verse 11, Dr. Luke tells us that Jesus was in the border area between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered an unnamed village, Ten lepers began shouting out. We can imagine the scene. Outcasts of society because of their infectious disease, they were compelled by law to live beyond the fringes of the town. Coming as near as they dared, they tried to attract Jesus' attention, calling out, not specifically for healing, but for mercy, charis. The words, when he saw them, suggest that there was a time delay before Jesus noticed them. As a side note, this is another detail that indicates the authenticity of Luke's report. The simplicity of Jesus' response is remarkable. He didn't lay his hands on them. He didn't pray a loud, lengthy prayer or tell them that they were healed. Rather, he simply told them to do what was required of anyone who had been cured of leprosy, namely, go and show themselves to the priests who were charged with the task of health inspection. Jesus put their faith to the test by telling them to act as though they had been cured. And so it was, as they went, they were made clean. Their act in going was a response of faith and obedience. If they had not believed in the power of Jesus' words, they would not have gone. But the narrative doesn't end there. Verse 15 tells us that one of the nine, seeing that he had been healed, turned back to Jesus, praising God with a loud voice. He would not keep quiet. Having seen God at work that day, he wanted to let everyone else know about it. 
and verse 16 tells us he understood Jesus' extraordinary power and compassion. In an act of humility and gratitude, he prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. Almost as an afterthought, Luke adds, and he was a Samaritan. It's a telling moment. In the parable of the Good Samaritan in Luke chapter 10, there's an underlying theme, the Jewish disdain, even hatred, for the Samaritans. But such were the horrors of leprosy that in the instance of Luke chapter 17, the Jewish people and Samaritans with leprosy had been brought together. It says a great deal that Jesus did not isolate the nine Jewish sufferers for special blessing. Both the Jewish and the Samaritan were equal beneficiaries of his compassionate word of power. Furthermore, it says a great deal that the Samaritan was the first and only one who turned back to thank Jesus, even though Jesus was a Jewish rabbi. It almost seems as though the Jewish lepers expected God's compassion and action as a matter of right, that they had no need to thank him. With three deft questions, Jesus exposes the failure of the nine to express their gratitude to God for their healing. Apparently caught up with their newfound happiness, they forgot the source, God, and the instrument, Jesus, of their cure. It was clearly too much bother for them to make the effort to return to Jesus and to thank him. Understandably, Jesus was saddened. Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner, he asks? How easily we forget to thank God for all the good things he does for us. For the man who turned back to Jesus, there seems to have been an added special blessing. Get up and go your way, Jesus said. Your faith has made you well. While the nine were certainly healed of their leprosy, the words translated here, has made you well, are literally, has saved you. For this man there was a healing of his soul as well as his body. So let me ask, is thanksgiving a regular part of your prayer? Paul the Apostle writes in his letter to the Philippians, chapter 4 and verse 4, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say, rejoice. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So let me pray. Almighty God, Creator of all things and giver of every good and perfect gift, hear with favour the prayers of your people, so that we who are justly punished for our offences may mercifully be delivered by your goodness, for the glory of your name, through Jesus Christ our Saviour, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, we thank you for bringing us safely to this day. Protect and preserve us by your mighty power 
and grant that today we fall into no sin, nor run into any kind of danger. Lead and govern us in all things, so that we may always do what is right in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for peace. God of the nations, whose kingdom rules over all, have mercy on our broken and divided world. Shed abroad your peace in the hearts of all men and women, and banish from them the spirit that makes for war, so that all races and people may learn to live as members of one family and in obedience to your laws. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be amongst us and remain with us always. Amen. People involved in today's podcast are John Mason, speaker and writer, and April Marks, a member of Christchurch Presbyterian, San Francisco. The prayers are from an Australian prayer book, 1978. The opening and closing music is from St Andrew's Cathedral, Sydney, under the direction of Ross Cobb. Please let us know if you have a question or a comment about this podcast. We'd love to hear from you. You also may like to listen to the hymn May the Peoples Praise You from Keith and Kristen Getty at the Getty Music website www.gettymusic.com